Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, fresh off of a nap, Edward Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? Sorry if I sound groggy. <laughs> fresh out of a nap. Yeah. But yeah, man, episode 60, man. Um, we're 40 episodes away from 100. I, that, that seems very long, but I feel like this, I feel like this year flew by pretty quickly as well, too. Dude, so honestly, you ain't lying. It's our almost 2022. That's so weird. Right. And, hey, <laughs> funny thing was listening to episode 59, obviously that brief part where I was just like watching game three of the, of the American League Championship Series with the Astros against Shellac by the Red Sox. Yeah. Only for after that, the Astros went, went ahead and, you know, won the rest of the games to go ahead and go to the World Series. Yeah. So, so <laughs> that was kind of funny to, to hear all that. But yeah, so yeah, the Astros are in the World Series against the Atlanta Braves. So that's pretty cool. Um, obviously, we record this episode on Monday, so the World Series hasn't started because it starts on Tuesday. Um, so here's our reactions for, for game one. Wow, that game happened. That is wow. a crazy way to start the World Series. Don't you agree, Edward? Yes. <laughs> and then here comes game two. Wow, didn't expect that to be the follow-up for that, for that game one. <laughs> wow, that was amazing. Did not expect that. And then obviously, you know, uh, Thursday is the travel day, you know, so they get the rest. They're going to Atlanta now. So we can't wait to see, obviously, once this episode drops, um, it'll be during the day. So, you know, me and I will be anticipating game three of the World Series, which could be a big, big uh, turning point for whoever is in the lead or is it split. So, so and, totally, and totally off topic, who would you have preferred, the Dodgers or the Braves? Honestly, like a lot of people ask, like ask me that because, like, you know, obviously most people in my family know that I'm a, I'm a big Astros fan. Um, I, I would have to say, like, when it comes to American sports, I definitely say the Astros trumps over everything, um, even when they were bad. And um, I think I honestly, I kind of wanted the Yankees and I wanted the Dodgers mainly just so we can, you know, yes. let them, you know, fight the fight that demon. But yeah. you, you know, unfortunately, both those teams didn't didn't put, you know. Didn't do their part. Um, and so, you know, they're going to take on Atlanta. I do like Atlanta. Atlanta is a good team. So I can't wait for it. Um, or, well, actually, I can't. we've watched two great games already. So, you know, 
<laughs> two great games. Yep, and you know, looking forward to Game Three. So, but yeah, now, uh, it's the World Series. I, I always love watching the World Series, even if the Astros aren't in it. I do enjoy watching the World Series, even that, even that Mickey Mouse World Series that happened last season. <laughs> um, you know, it was still a good one. So, so yeah, so that is our that's our that's us talking baseball. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, no. So we get we do have a really good show for uh, you know, obviously. We got headlines. You know, we're not going to talk about that Real Madrid bar, uh, beat Barcelona 2-1 to one in El Clasico. We're not going to mention that at all this episode. So, Edward, don't worry about that. I mean, there's other things that probably can be brought up this episode that you probably don't want to talk about. Oh, but I'm sure man. at least we won't talk I'm about just... Barcelona losing the first game of El Clasico in, in Camp Nou. So, yeah. at least there's that. Um, but, yeah, so we do have headlines. We have our, our debate topic. Uh, we have an interview with belly up writer, James Kim. Um, really good interview. I did enjoy it. Um, made me feel old. That, <laughs> that, that also was a factor in well. Um, obviously James Kim's a sophomore in college and well, me and Edward are not sophomores in college. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I did have an old man moment there. <laughs> a few, a few old man moments in there. Um, obviously this kid, you know, obviously James grew up in the, in the prime of the Ronaldo Messi era. Whereas as me and Edward would say, we were in the prime of Ronaldinho and fat Ronaldo. So. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's not a bad era to walk into for the game, but it's just funny that that's how we know Ronaldo. It's not, it's not, you know, I mean, phenomenal. It should probably be the right way we should be approaching it with respect, but we, we call him fat Ronaldo. So. You call uh, him fat Ronaldo. <laughs> Well, you know, it makes me feel better. Yeah, right. He probably lost weight, though. I think it was like in some like Brazilian celebrity weight loss show, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong. But yeah, so then obviously game recaps. I announce our players of the week. Um, and then give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend. And obviously, we're at the end of October. Like I said, this year is going by pretty quickly, it seems like. Um, and we're near Halloween weekend, so our 3 3 down will be Halloween. So, hopefully we have some very appropriate <laughs> oh, <God>. 3-0, <laughs> 3 downs for this one. But if not, you know, it's all, it's all love in, in the end. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with some headlines. Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it? Thanks. I got it at Fanatics.com. What's Fanatics? Ha! Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we are back. All right, man. Make sure you guys check out the link on our Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC. There is a link on our bios that will take you to our link tree. Obviously, it will take you to how you can listen to us through Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course, Spreaker. Um, also, the Belly Up website, um, Unhinged Radio, our, our, our clothing store. Um, if you guys want to go ahead and get you, get you yourselves some uh, insert name FC gear. Uh, we did drop an, an old gunner we treasured, obviously out of pure irony, not because we actually support old gunner. Uh, I think some people are starting to like think that I'm actually like an old gunner fan. Um, purely out of comedy, it's all a troll job. That's a, so. Is it is this essentially not for Man U fans? 
Yeah. Unless you want, unless you just want to have an old, unless you really are an old Gunner fan, which I don't know how you are, but yeah. So they're that. And of course our great partners, Fanatics, uh, Swift Lifestyles, and of course Audible. So go ahead and check out the link once again, our Instagram at, or Twitter at insert name FC. All right. Everybody. So the first headline, well, I mean, we mentioned the old Gunner t-shirts is, is, is old Gunner has to be out now, right? Yeah, I really think so. But why don't you give listeners like a little, little detail of why, why basically this weekend basically just said, okay, you know what, we don't we don't need this guy. All right, so Old Gunner got completely destroyed in Old Trafford against Liverpool. Now, if you guys aren't very familiar with the English Premier League, Liverpool and Manchester United is one of the big rivalries that are that is in the English Premier League. It is the Red Derby. Um, because it's two teams that wear red. I think that's necessarily pretty straightforward for that one. But you have ne- we have never seen a blowout like this. A five nothing loss is never I've never seen. And honestly, the game for Manchester United was just it was bad. Like I don't know any I don't know how to say it nicely. It was just a really bad performance. Uh, Ronaldo should have got a red card. <laughs> I'm sorry oh, about that, yeah. Edward. <laughs> um, but it was just an embarrassing loss. Um, it's really been just a whole, this season has just been nothing but not necessarily old gunner saving the team. It's more the players saving old gunner. Um, at this point, you know, obviously they've, they almost lost to Atalanta. They like, they've all, they've, they've been close to losing a lot of matches. They have not looked like what they were expected to look like from last season, obviously finishing in second place, which was, you know, spectacular for Manchester United fans, hoping that this would be the season that they, they flipped the switch and thinking, Obviously, the return of Ronaldo, you just got Jaden Sancho, that this would be the team, right? But, um, and, and that's the crazy thing, too, is you spent you know, all this money that's been thrown at this team, and it's still not good. And I think at this point, you can't say it's the players, because, I mean, when you look at the players, obviously, Marcus Rashford finding his form, um, Cristiano Ronaldo's on your team, you have Jaden Sancho, you have Jesse Lingard, you have... Uh, Rafael Varane, you got Paul Pogba, you got Bruno Fernandes, you you have a giant, you have an all star team. At least, at least that's what you imagine. At least that's what I think of when I when I hear these names. You have an all star team, and all that's really missing is just there's no clear, there's no clear mentality. Like I don't what I don't know what what exactly Manchester United is as far as a team is. And so, and obviously, if you don't know what, if you don't know what exactly the Manchester United style of play is going to be, well, that doesn't fall on the team. That falls on the manager. Um, and so I, I think, you know, the fans have made a clear message that they want Old Gunner out. Um, I think you have heard from former Manchester United players that they also think it's time for Old Gunner to be out. Old Gunner has given, has given so much, has had such a, le- a long leash for some odd reason. When you look at some of the previous managers, Luis Van Gaal, uh, Jose Mourinho, even they have tighter leashes and they've at least won a trophy. And so it's crazy to think, that, is it because they don't want to, you know, give up so quickly on Old Gunner because of the, what was happened previous times? And and if, at this point, I'm just baffled. And this is where I need you to kind of give me those answers, Edward. Well, I mean, honestly, uh, personally, this is my personal opinion, and there's going to be some facts. Well, first of all, I was going to say we should try 
uh, selling these shirts in England right now. Fuck, they'll probably sell like like hotcakes for the irony of it. Um, but other than that, um, I I honestly don't. I, I personally don't want him there. I personally, I mean, you you've heard me talk, talk trash about him, and then there were some moments where I was like, you know what? I guess he's okay. But he just goes ahead and pulls something like this. I mean, um. What last week? Last week we were talking about how you know old Gunner made it pass for the Champions League. Like he, oh, because of him, yeah, old Gunner, yeah. He goes and pulls this shit. Oh, he doesn't pull it, but it's more like this shit happens. He doesn't know how to reciprocate. He can't even score one. They they can't even score that. The the goal of being humble. You know, the goal of like okay, he does not just completely completely shut out. Um. And like you said, it's a it's a star-studded squad. I'm just like you. You have the players. It's just it's not even about who has the better players because this squad is is worth God knows. I think it's like not even in the millions anymore. I think it's like in the billions now of how how much it's worth uh, money wise. Speaking money wise, um, I, I just don't think I just don't think he's been making the right moves and. We, if we go back to like a previous interview, I think it was like a few months ago when we were, we were even like, wow, the ball's on him. When he was like, well, we're not, you know, Champions League material, but, you know, here we are, you know, like he himself, you know, put it out there. And I'm just like, damn, like he, I was like, he's not really lying, but I was like, but, but he was truthful about it. It's just, but now it's just like, it's getting to the point where you're just like, okay, you got to just cut loose. Um, can't can't be carrying dead weight around, and this time the dead weight isn't the players. This it's the it's the manager. I mean, he's he he seems like a very a decent guy. Like I guess you could say, like okay, he's 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 decent. He's a he's a fair player kind of coach, stuff like that. Or he wants to give play time to certain players, I guess. But he he's just I don't know, man. That's not what Manchester United needs at this moment. I really think he's he's got to head out. No, yeah, and obviously some of like we've heard rumors that Zinedine Zidane is is is. I to heard, be that, dude. I heard yeah, about it's that. to be as a possible the possible manager for Manchester United. I've heard rumors now that Manchester United has actually got in contact with with Conte. Um, I the the big issue is just well for one who who is someone that you who would you look like to be taking over, uh, Manchester United. But exactly, what is the identity for Manchester United? Like, is there is there a certain style of play that you you think Manchester United should be playing like that? Maybe Old Gunner just doesn't understand. I mean, Alex, like Sir Alex Ferguson had the the long ball approach using the wingers, the le- the left backs and the right back wingers using the long ball approach or using the centering. Like he he knew how to use this new style of play. It was like before Tiki Taka, but then you also had like the speedy wingers uh, like um, Cristiano Ronaldo, Nani, you know, you had those guys who had the the speed and the conditioning to be able to run. Now, basically, every team has those, so you got to change the, the gameplay. Uh, An old gunner is still kind of living in that era of like, okay, if everybody has it, I have it too. Um, mine are better kind of feel to it, but he's just, it's not the it's not the same anymore. Like he, he, I don't think he's one of those coaches that can bring something new 
to the team, but it's also something that he can apply to it. Zinedine Zidane, I mean, he's he's he, I mean, for one, he's worked with Cristiano Ronaldo, so he's he's a um, he can actually probably pull something out and trying to use him. Um, not know for a fact, more than likely, a bunch of the youth players they can actually respect Zidane, uh, Conte, like they can they can show him you know respect because of like how their track record goes. Uh, I mean, old Gunner to me. I, when he first showed up to Manchester United, I was like, okay, great. You know, I was like, all right. I mean, hell, I I had a little bit more like shock and awe that Mourinho was in Manchester United than I did with Old Gunner. So I think the thing is with Old Gunner is the fact that this guy was an interim manager. Yeah. And, uh, I think was was only viewed as just that. And then just somehow gets given like full responsibility of the Ferrari that is Manchester United. And I mean, probably. Bowl. Probably are kind of already had to, uh, you know, it's a damaged Manchester United because obviously it's, it hasn't been the same since Sir Alex Ferguson um, has left the club. But I mean, it, you know, I just never, I never honestly under thought that Old Gunner would be the guy that would, you know, bring Manchester United over to the promised land. And I think many people, really, including yourself, didn't really see that he was the guy. I think he is an interim manager. I think that's what he's going to be. Um, and you, you know, it, I don't think I just don't think Manchester United was the job for him. Exactly. Um, well, yeah, exactly. I, I think maybe he would be more of like not trying to tie down to these to these uh, teams, but maybe like something to build up with, like um, maybe um, you know uh, where can I start? Maybe you know, a Burnley? Watford, Burnley, um, you know. Um, Maybe the uh, like Fulham, the you know, in the second division, trying to trying to work, trying to work your way up. You know, give give them something hard. Give them give them something a little well, not hard, but a little bit easier to work with, uh, player wise, money wise, like maybe, something. Maybe some, something a little bit more realistic. Yeah, more realistic. Even, you know what? even Stoke City, even Stoke City, like he could he could probably do that. Stoke City actually, I believe they have better uh, budgeting than um, Watford or no, I'm sorry than. Uh, and Wuhan, so they have a little bit more spending limit, and then you know they got a little bit of a better players. It's just you know they they just constantly keep going back and forth between the EP, the EPL and the championship. So yeah, I, I think it's just um, give them give them something to work with that's actually not just here. It's like giving a kid freaking full access to, and this is going to show my age to like Toys R Us and say, here's my credit card, buy whatever you want. You know, like you don't you don't do that. You tell the kid, hey, you get you get a toy between this much and this much, and that's what we're gonna walk out with. You know, like you kind of have to set your limits with him, even if it's Manchester United. You know, you can't you can't just be like, all right, here's a snap on the hand, this one. All right, next time you better win. You know, and then he doesn't win, so he's like, all right, well, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and give you one more chance. I'm giving you this scolding. It's like. It's just gonna keep. It's just keeping repeating yourself, and then when he puts himself out there, just say like, "Well, we're not a Champions League team that's in there now," and he himself admits it. It's like he admitted his his wrongs, his faults, and then you're still being like, "All right, well, you know." Like I said, it's it's admiring that you can actually go out and say that, but 
you know, not you can't say that with Manchester United. You can't say that with Real Madrid. You can't say that with Barcelona. I mean, as as much as we're going here, I'm going here off tracking real quick. But with Barcelona the way they are right now, yeah, that's really hard to say or try to you know save face. But same thing with Manchester United. But with Manchester United, you do have the quality of players to build a championship team. Yeah, that's very true. I think. Um, well, I think I. It's going to be a rough stretch of games for for Manchester United. They're going to have some, they're going to be tested. I mean, it's just getting started. Obviously, they started off with Atlanta, managed to get a win against Atlanta, uh, almost lost that game to Atlanta. They uh, come they, in and they just get embarrassed by Liverpool. Um, and it's on. It's only going to. It's a, it's it's a, it, the stretch is going to continue. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be. Uh, it, it's this is going to be what really it's going to test Old Gunner, uh, the players. Because I mean, the players. You know, do they want to fight for Old Gunner? That's going to be a big question mark for uh, for me going into these next couple of games for, for Manchester United because do they really believe in Old Gunner? And if they do, are they going to play play their hearts out? Because this game is not acceptable. Even if you're not Old Gunner, if you're not, if you don't believe in Old Gunner, this is not acceptable for a Manchester United player because you know what Liverpool rivalry means for them, and to not even be able to score a goal, uh, mind you, I understand Liverpool has you know has a pretty good team, but you know. This should have been a heavyweight ball. Like this should have been a heavyweight. It should have been a. It should have been a one on one kind of deal. Like if, if, if it would have ended like a zero zero, you would have been like, okay, you know, yes, I can see this happening. Or even if it was a two to even one, it was like a two one loss. Yeah, like, as even long as it was, it was like two, a one, but a five zero debauchery like that. No, like I, I can't, I can't accept that. It's, it would be like, um. Fuck, like let's say Atletico Madrid goes against um, Barcelona and they beat them 5 0, 6 0, you know, and then there's nothing to reciprocate with. Like it was, it, um, my reaction would be exactly what Piquet is like, joder, puta madre, no, this and that, you know, like fuck. And with Manchester United, it's, it's, you need that rage somewhere in there. But sadly, I don't see it in Old Gunner. Yeah, exactly. That dude, that so dude's we'll, face we'll, was just was was just blank. It was like blank. Like he just was like, "Well, what do I do now?" Yeah, kinda, yeah. Kinda right, we'll, we'll we'll definitely see what what uh, old Gunner mentions tonight to have in store for these because it looks like he still he still has a job. I don't think he's resigned, um, as far as I know. Um, and even though you know they're talking, you know they're talking to Conte, we we know that Zidane has been linked with Manchester United for for quite some time now. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens as it goes on. But I just I think it's I think it's clear to say that Old Gunner should be out. Like I mean, you get you 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 had such a short lease with Van Gaal and and and, uh, and Jose Mourinho and even David Moyes. So why would you know the exp- you know you should still have the expectations of this is Manchester United, this is a successful club, um, and kind of it's just been the fact that this this club has just not been able to figure it out since Sir Alex Ferguson left. So it's it's gonna be um it's gonna be interesting to see what happens here. And the but thing we'll is go like, ahead and oh sorry. Uh, final thoughts. Well, my final thoughts is gonna be hard to find somebody like Sir Alex Ferguson because I think Sir Alex, even though he was, you know, he felt like you know what I'm just gonna go ahead and retire kind of feel to it, and then he did all that he could with Manchester United. I feel that Alex Ferguson could actually change the new Manchester United into a modernized team of today. He wouldn't be going back to the old school ways 
he would actually try to focus on how everybody plays, and then he would try to see the players that he has, and he, that's what he had. Like he had like tactical awareness as a coach, and he was very, um, he was he was a he was a, a players coach. Like he 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 was talk to them. He would try to get into their their minds and to, in a good way, not like I'm gonna try to brainwash you kind of shit. No, like he was he would try to be very uh, empathetic to his players, and with old like with old Gunner, you know, it, I I cannot say. How he is off the pitch, but it's just I don't I don't see that I don't feel that vibe from him, you know. Like, so it, oh, yeah. it's just it's just hard. it's gonna be hard to find the next Sir Alex Ferguson or even the next best coach for Manchester United. No, exactly. So we'll definitely see how that goes. But you know, you mentioned uh, Barcelona not that long ago, and and that's kind of going into our next topic, as you know. We already talked last last week about Pedri's new deal. Well, Ansu Fati is another joins uh, Pedri as getting another deal for himself as well as Barcelona signed their new number ten, which is with number. I know Sergio Aguero had like a. I guess he said that yeah, he, you know he didn't want to take the number ten from us. Well, I don't know if he was really going to be the number ten. Uh, Ansu Fati definitely deserves to be the guy that wear the ten shirt. In my opinion, he's he looks good. Um, and he kind of, the, the way he plays, it, not saying that he reminds me of Messi, yes, but he definitely, I feel like, is the next guy to wear the number 10. But he is staying put at Barcelona at least till 2027. And uh, just to be sure that no team ends up trying to do anything funny with, with Barcelona, uh, they go ahead and slap a $1 billion release clause on him as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how do you feel about, I mean, obviously, you, you, you like this direction, obviously, investing into the youth as far as right now. That's kind of like the way for Barcelona, their only approach right now for Barcelona, um, you know, dealing with their heavy debt. But uh, how do you feel about Ansu Fati uh, staying with Barcelona until 2027? Oh, yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. Like, um, that's one, that's one, uh, that's a player that uh, even like, like Messi was happy to have around and he does have skill and um, just, you know, it's something, I guess you could say a little bit of light in the in the team. It's like Pedri and Fati. Like there's there's that little light that you're like thinking, okay, with these guys we can do something. We can build something up for years to come, not just, oh, it's gonna be for a year or two years. Like no, these are they're really young. So it's possible to get that. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I I I like the move. Um I think it's a good it's a good move for Barcelona. It's a good move for Fati. I mean I'm sure he wants to stay in the club that uh, he was in the academy win. I mean, that's that's what most Barcelona players want to do is obviously, you know, I was part of this academy. I want to be playing for Barcelona as long as humanly possible. And at least Fati gets to have that at least for a few more years. But yeah, no, great, uh, great move for him. You know, obviously he's getting he's getting the real money now, which yeah. is what most of these players want to see, especially once again, coming out of the academy. That's you want your first big payday. And this is this is a good way to start for his career. Uh, so I can't wait to see what Ansu Fati does. Um, you know, after this. And uh, the last topic, Edward, is um, we talked about him a little bit, and that is Ricardo Pepe last week. Um, Ricardo Pepe watch has commenced. We already talked about how, you know, obviously there's some there's some clubs in, in, in Europe that are heavily interested in him. Um, but it seems like FC Dallas are kind of wanting to hold on to him at least till the World Cup is what FC Dallas is hoping for. But they kind of, they kind of did. They they had some hopes, but Ricardo Pepe has different agendas as he goes ahead and submits 
a transfer request so he can leave FC Dallas. And I'm assuming he's doing this so that way he goes and plays in Europe and it better, it improves his chances of making a World Cup roster spot. Obviously, you know, depends that the U.S. qualifies for the World Cup. But obviously a move to Europe, um, you know, because a lot of people, one, obviously you want to improve your competition level. I feel like Ricardo Pepe has kind of done, a, obviously being the youngest player to score a hat-trick in MLS history shows that maybe this guy is ready for the next level. Um, so first of all, just before we talk about the leagues that leagues and some of the clubs that are interested in him, but how do you feel about, about Ricardo Pepe wanting to take that next level and, and competing in Europe? Um, repeat that again and you kind of cut off real quick. Oh, oh Jesus. All right. Uh, okay. So Ricardo Pepe is submitting a transfer request to FC Dallas. FC Dallas is hoping to, to keep him to the world cup. You know, Ricardo Pepe has different plans in mind. He actually is hoping to uh, he submit the transfer request to go compete in Europe. Um, before we get to the clubs and all that, how do you feel about Ricardo Pepe, you know, basically betting on himself to go and compete in Europe to, I guess, uh, in some sense, solidify, even improve a chance at making the U.S. roster for the World Cup? Um. I think that's a it's a it's a smart move. Like he he wants to he wants to know what's out there and what he can compete against. You know, and I mean we've seen a lot of uh, U.S. players go overseas and you know actually make a big deal for themselves. You know, and I'm not saying like oh in the MLS it's like you're not going to be able to grow. It's like you can grow. It's just you can't become a big fish in a little pond. You got to be a small fish out in the ocean and try to see what you can end up fitting in and then grow, grow, grow. And so, you know, I feel like playing in Europe is like, it's like traveling and you get to see new ways of playing style, new ways of training. Um, you know, and then we, we've said it before. I mean, I've said it before. You can actually tell when a player has been outside of the United States playing, um, and then the ones that play in the MLS, and then when you see them play together, it's kind of like you see how they link up and everything. And you're just like, damn! Like you can tell this one plays in, you know, uh, in the European league, or you can tell this one plays in the MLS kind of stuff. Like it's just, it's just weird. Like it, it, I don't know why, but maybe, maybe it's just me being the Euro snob, as you call it. But it's like there's more fluidity to the players that play overseas. Than the ones that play here domestically. Oh so, yeah, for sure. So, for so sure. I think it's it's good. I think it's a good it's a good deal for him. Like him betting on himself and putting a lot of faith in his dreams. No, yeah, and I think I I, I know Dallas, what FC Dallas was trying to do. Obviously, was trying to hold him a little bit longer till after the World Cup, but so that way his stock rises a little bit more, so they can get that. You know, obviously, kind of similar to what Vancouver got when they when they transferred Alfonso Davies to Bayern Munich. Um, but I mean, the, the hype is there. The excitement is there for Ricardo Pepe. Um, and, and Ricardo Pepe isn't going to wait to go to Europe. Like, I mean, if he can go to, if he can play in Europe right now, he's going to, I think, you know, he, it's, it's, it's clear and obvious FC Dallas isn't going to go to the MLS playoffs this season. So, um, why not go ahead and, and go and go to Europe? I think, I think you've done all that you could, you could in the MLS aside from winning an MLS cup, but I don't think you're going to do that with FC Dallas. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, go to Europe and, and take your shot. And I mean, there is a ton of interest for Ricardo Pepe. 
there are some clubs in the English Premier League. I know Liverpool is a team that that has mentioned some interest in Ricardo Pepe. In the Bundesliga, you you have Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund both throwing themselves into that into that gauntlet for for Ricardo Pepe. Um, you had clubs in Serie A, which has kind of been a trend now that a lot of Serie A teams are going after American players. And um, there's there's a lot more, but the one that really stuck out to me, at least to me, was Ajax. Um, more more specifically. But uh, going, you know, just listing, you know, the leagues and and some of the teams that, that I mentioned there. Where do you, where can you see Ricardo Pepe thriving, um, or is he ready for to play with that top with that top tier club? Well, honestly, I would say I think he should try his luck at Ajax. Like that, that's just me. Because Ajax is one of those, I mean, you even said, you said it, um, I've admitted it, Ajax is a farming team. So for him to get a lot of experience along with a lot of youth prospects, a lot of youth product, that would be a good uh, good team to start off with and then to build up with. No, yeah, exactly. I, I agree with that. I think, me personally, I think, I think Ajax is the way to go for Pepe. I don't, I mean, would it be, Obviously, it's enticing the idea of going to play for for Liverpool, right? Like to to be part of Liverpool. But are, are you going to start over Roberto Firmino? Probably not. And then the fact that your, Liverpool is also throwing themselves to go after Mbappe or, or Erling Haaland, you know, are is that is that that striker position idealistically possible for Ricardo Pepe? Who, uh, let's, I mean, as good as he is, he's just not at those two at those two players' levels. Yeah. Um. And the same thing with Bundesliga. Like, yes, Bayern Munich has shown that they'll they'll use some players that they're very interested in. Obviously, you saw Alfonso Davies being looked at as a regular player that you see him at. But I mean, you got Robert Lewandowski there. It's gonna be a while before Robert Lewandowski goes elsewhere. Maybe it is at the end of the season, but you know, with with the strikers that Bayern Munich is possibly gonna be going after, is Ricardo Pepe an option? Um for me, I think it's more about going to like either a, a not necessarily a, a small club, but go like to a mid table club where you know you're going to at least play regularly. Cause I mean, let's like look at Zach Steffen right now. Yeah. He's playing for Manchester City. And unfortunately he's behind, you know, uh, Ederson, who is a world class goalkeeper. Um, but you know, is it benefiting him right now? No, because of the fact that, you know, Matt Turner has been playing regularly. And that's the reason why a lot of people will deem him as the, as a consensus number one goalkeeper. Yeah. So for Ricardo Pepe, if he wants to continue his momentum, he's got to play at least not necessarily in a, in a smaller league, but like in Ajax, a club that's known for developing players and they're going to win titles because, you know, they're a successful club in, in the Eredivisie. Um, maybe somewhere in the Eredivisie as well. Maybe go to, go to Austria and play for RB Salzburg. Also could be a good move for him as well. Um, but just in general, just and then that would be work out for him to build some relationship with uh, Brendan Aronson. But I mean, in general, it just I like him going somewhere where he's going to play. I don't think he's going to play for uh, for a team like Bayern Munich. I mean, I could maybe maybe with Borussia Dortmund, but that's also not necessarily a guarantee for him. Um, I think right now, Ajax or at least a mid table club, or if he does go to the, some of these big clubs. Send him out on loan immediately so he can get minutes. Yeah, I think that would be actually a good deal too. Um, but I, I really think Pepe doesn't really want to stay 
you know, at Dallas for too long. I think he just he just wants to know what's out there. He wants to basically know his work. That's what he wants to know. No, and I, and I completely agree with it, but I just don't think him. Now, I'm not saying like staying in Dallas. That no, screw that. <laughs> like I, I not nah, he, he he definitely needs to go elsewhere. He he has no future at FC Dallas. FC Dallas is not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, so and just like the Houston Dynamo, it's going to be a while before they're anything. Um, right now he he's he's hot right now. He's he's a hot name right now as far as American players go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, go go take your shot in Europe, but go somewhere where you're gonna play. Like you're not gonna play at Liverpool. You're not gonna play at at Bayern Munich. You're probably not gonna play at Borussia Dortmund either. Could he like, take go a shot? Somewhere. Hey, could he take a shot at Manchester United? You know, I'm just, just against with joke. Ronaldo up there. With Ronaldo, it's, it's, just, it's just a little joke. Just a little joke. Yeah. Just a little shot at El Gunner. Okay, <laughs> um, he might have a better shot at Arsenal. But, um, but no, I, I think he needs to either, either he goes to one of those big clubs, but gets loaned out immediately to somewhere where he's going to play or just go to Ajax, go to, go to RB Salzburg, um, go to Wolfsburg, go to a club that you're going to play. Like there's a, the, 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 the possibility is going to be higher to be at least a regular player or going to be a starter somewhere that he's going to get his minutes because if his goal is to make, to make a world cup roster. Well, he's not making a World Cup roster if he's just riding on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, I mean, you're right on that. So, but I would like, to, I think he would thrive in I, in IX. I think he, I think he'll learn the game a little bit better, understanding how European, because a lot of, a lot of uh, tactics does come from IX as well. Obviously, Johan Cruyff it's mm-hmm. a, is, he's, is a style that everybody kind of uh, copies. So I mean, it's a safe bet. I think it's gonna he's gonna be able to be universal and go go wherever he's gonna go and and be able to understand the game, uh, and not be behind. So I would I would I think Ajax is the way to go for Pepe, but obviously it's up to him. It's up to the clubs that want to make an offer and FC Dallas to accept it. But yeah, I think uh, Ricardo Pepe does deserve to see what he can do at the next level in Europe, uh, for sure. Yeah, I agree. So so we both have basically an agreement that he should go to Ajax. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. All right, Edward, it is time for the debate topic. The debate is brought to you by Swift Lifestyles. Swift Lifestyles is the ultimate energy boost, the focus that is needed for the gamer. Well, it's more than just for the gamer. I mean, it's specifically for gamers, but, you know, me and Edward do use it for our regular day stuff as well. You know, me and Edward do have early call times for our jobs. And, you know, that 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 just... A little bit of that, uh, of that Swift Lifestyles energy does help us to get through our day. Um, I could definitely speak for that, but they taste great. Whether you go for the powder or you go for the gummies, they taste great. They give you good, clear focus energy and there is no heavy crash as well, which is what I truly love about it. Um, and so if you guys go to www.swiftlifestyles.com and use the code insert name FC at checkout, you will get a 15% discount on your purchase. Thanks again to Swift Lifestyles for being our partner and helping us out with these debate topics. All right, Edward. So here's the debate topic. The nom- the, the nominees for the 2021 Ballon has it's been released for a while, but you know, we're finally going to talk about it. And um, here are the names of so far the nominees. 
And so what we're going to, I'm going to list the nominees. You're going to give me your final three and then you'll give me who your winner is. Okay. You got it? Yeah. All right. The nominees are Gianluigi Donnarumma from PSG, Leonardo Bonucci from Juventus, Giorgio Cellini from Juventus, Simon Cayer of AC Milan, Cesar Azpilicueta from Chelsea, Ruben Diaz from Manchester City, N'Golo Conte from Chelsea, Mason Mount from Chelsea, Nicolo Barella from Inter Milan, Bruno Fernandes from Manchester United, Pedri from Barcelona, Luka Modric from Real Madrid, Kevin De Bruyne from Manchester City, Giorgino from Chelsea, Phil Foden from Manchester City, Riyad Mahrez from Manchester City, Erling Haaland from Borussia Dortmund, Harry Kane from Tottenham, Karim Benzema from Real Madrid, Raheem Sterling from Manchester City, Lionel Messi from PSG, Atara Martinez from Inter Milan, Robert Lewandowski, Bayern Munich, Mohamed Salah, Liverpool, Romelu Lukaku from Chelsea, Cristiano Ronaldo, Manchester United, and Kylian Mbappe from PSG. Okay. All right, Edward, who is your, we're going to start out with the, with our, our finalists. So who is your three finalists? Who do you think should be in, should be in that, in that, in that presentation for the Ballon d'Or? So Ballon d'Or, I think, should be Erling Haaland, Karim Benzema, and Kylian Mbappe. Uh, can you say that again? Uh, Erling Haaland. Okay. Erling Haaland. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Ew. Uh, Erling Haaland. Karim Benzema, and actually I'm going to change the other one, uh, Robert Lewandowski. So Erling Haaland, Karim Benzema, and Robert Lewandowski. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you want to explain as to, as to your reasons for why they're the finalists? Um, for one, I mean, even though Karim plays for Real Madrid, he's been scoring, he's been showing up. And then even for France, you know, he's, uh, he, they, they actually won the Euro. Um, so, um, that's, that's one of, that's basically the reasons for cutting Benzema Halan. Wait, he won the Euro? Did he win? What did he win? No, not the Euro. Um, fuck, what did he, what did they do? Sorry. Um. Oh, uh, the, the UEFA Nations League. Yeah, that, that one. The UEFA, that one. <laughs> the Euro. I'm tripping. I'm sorry. I'm thinking over here, Euro 2002 over here. But <laughs> anyways, um. But yeah, they they won the nations the the nations league and um, early and then early Halan. I mean, he's he's so young. He's twenty one years old, but I think he's already accumulated one hundred and sixty one goals just in in that age. Um, he's already breaking like a Champions League record. Yeah, so. he's already he's already he's already in the record books. Um, could be like the youngest player to break the record, and then he's a, still going. So it's like, yeah. Um, and then Robert Lewandowski, I mean, the dude's a machine. Like, that dude, even, he just keeps scoring and scoring. Like, I, I don't even know. Um, his work rate is just amazing. Like, he'll reach for anything that he can feel. That he, If he feels that he can reach for it, he will try it with the tip of it, with the toe poke, with his head, fucking anything. Like, he will try to shoot it as far out as he can if he feels that he can actually reach to it. So that's... That's those are my three right there because they're 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 pretty badass strikers. Yes, that's giving props to your Karim Benzema as well. So, 
I mean, he had a good, he had a good 2021. I, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. All right. So my, fi- my, my three finalists, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to start off with Giorgino from Chelsea. Obviously they, he, you know, he was part of the Champions League team for Chelsea. Um, and then obviously he, what he was able to do in the Euros, I think that that's going to be enough to solidify him as a finalist, uh, for the, for the Ballon d'Or. So this is my first finalist. Um, number two, I'm going to have Lionel Messi. I, even though Messi did not necessarily have the greatest of 2021s, the fact that he was able to finally win uh, his international trophy, I think will, will be more than enough for the writers to pick him as a finalist. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I, knowing how usually these writers can turn, can, can affect things, uh, I do think that, you know, Lionel Messi finds his way as a finalist. And then my, my, num- my, 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 my last finalist is Robert Lewandowski. Um, I mean, the, the guy's been nothing but just amazing, not only from 2020, but even 2021, um, having just another stellar season for himself, you know, obviously winning the, you know, winning the Bundesliga once again for Bayern Munich, uh, being the top scorer in the Bundesliga. Uh, I mean, the fact is that they owe this man a ball in the door oh, yeah. 2020. And so, um, I think he, he made, he still maintained his form, um, from, from 2020. And I think he's, he at least makes enough, enough of an argument to become a finalist for, for this year's Ballon d'Or. All right, Eric, since we both have our finalists, actually, the only thing that's similar from us is the fact that we both had Robert Lewandowski. Um, who's your winner? Um, I guess I would say Robert Lewandowski. Okay. And I'm guessing just because the fact they owe they owe this man. Bad. I mean, dude, like like I said, he's just a machine. No, you're you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm with you too. I'm with Robert Lewandowski. I think it should be Robert Lewandowski. If if you have anybody besides Robert Lewandowski, I mean, you can make an argument for Georgino. I honestly I could see people making an argument for Lionel Messi. Do they deserve it? I don't think that obviously I don't think Messi had a great 2021. Um, and it hasn't been an easy, easy going for him at PSG as well. Um, Giorgino, even though obviously Champions League and Euro trophies are great, but was he really part, was he a focal point of those, of those teams? I mean, you could say something for, for Chelsea, but for Italy, I feel like Locatelli was more, mainly the guy in the midfield. Um, so I, I feel, I feel like, I feel like Robert Lewandowski. Should, is is been kind of in the lead for such a long time and going all the way back from 2020 that you know what give this man the trophy that he deserves he should have got it in 2020 and I think he deserves it for 2021 yeah exactly all right so we both agree that's Robert Lewandowski I think it, I think it was kind of a, it was expected for that to be honest but yeah all right so it is posted on our social media once again at Instagram FC on Instagram and Twitter you'll see the post. Um, you guys can go ahead and if you want to do the same thing, drop your final list and who you think is going to win, you can do that as well. So, you know, you can do it like that or you can just tell us who you think should win the ball in the war. Either way, it doesn't work, but either way it works. That's <laughs> not that doesn't work. But yeah, uh, once again, thank you to Swift Lifestyles for being our great partner of ours. We're going to go ahead and take a break and then you guys are going to hear our interview with James Kim.
All right, guys, we have a very interesting guest with us today. We've had basically all sorts of different type of guests here. Uh, this one is from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. I hope I said that right. Um, he is a writer over for Belly Up. It is Mr. James Kim. Hi, Hector. Hey, man. So how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great after that Manchester United win. Yeah, that's going to, that's, yeah. everybody's going to, it should be, I mean, I don't care personally. I, I was there for the memes. I mean, I came out with a, a very ironic shirt that could have backfired on me today, but you know what? It is what it is. And, and here we are. But, um, you know, yeah, I we, mean, oh, no, yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, big Cristiano Ronaldo fan. Uh, and me and my friend who I'm closest with that we talk about soccer the most, um, his name's Omkar Betzer. Yeah, we were, we were watching the end live and, we were calling a Ronaldo winner because that always happens, and sure enough, he came through. And especially in Champions League, man. That's this mm-hmm. usually how it. As a as a Real Madrid fan myself, I definitely am very comfortable with knowing that. No, yeah, Real Madrid. That that's my favorite team too. Man okay. United are just my favorite Premier League team. Okay, all right, so that's cool. All right, man. So obviously, we mentioned Cristiano Ronaldo, but what was that moment that got you into this game? That that you know, we talk soccer or football. Well. When I was younger, you know, I, I think I started getting into it when I started actually playing myself. But it was from watching on YouTube uh, Cristiano Ronaldo versus Lionel Messi, those like freestyle like videos that just showed their highlights. I was like, oh, wow, that, they're pretty good. And then I got really into it uh, based off of that and started following the sport more and more. Yeah, that's that's def- yeah. I remember those videos, man. Consisted all of a lot of techno. I, I remember that. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of techno music. I don't know why techno was the choice, but it kind of worked also at the same time. <laughs> so, it did, yeah. But no, yeah. That, you're definitely. I think. Um, I mean, I can't say. You know, I'm 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 tw- I'm 29, so I can't say I'm old. But I mean, like, especially for the younger generations to grow up to Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. You guys got spoiled, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, you, you did. Got spoiled. I, I would agree with that. Um, I mean, I got Ronaldinho and and Fat mm, Ronaldo. So yeah. I mean, I got I I started with <laughs> a good generation Ronaldo. too. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I got I got the good ones too. But I mean, you know, you got two guys that are like a legitimate goat uh, argument, and so yes. Um, even though me and Edward, we both said it. You know what? They're both great. You know, you you can you can like both of these guys. Um, but obviously, if he, they're not on your team, it kind of sucks. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but no, yeah, it, it's it's very true. And this is coming from a Real Madrid fan. You know, even I still give props to Messi as a Real Madrid fan. I'm relieved that he's not there at Barcelona anymore. But so am I. Yeah, <laughs> so but, glad he left. But yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think if anybody around your age, which I'm assuming you're like in your 21, 22 around there, right? Turning 20 next month. Yeah. Well, well, fuck me. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> way to make me feel older. But uh, it's not that big of a gap, guys. It's, everyone's going to say I'm old. But anyways, um, but, you know, kind of obviously you're a writer. Uh, what got you into writing and, and why specifically sport? Well, I always just, my thing, especially like in school was I always liked being creative, which is why I was never as strong and like, you know, math, for example, where there's only one right answer. So writing kind of let me, you know, express more. And that's why I really got into it. And then, you know, being really into sports, it just kind of, it just kind of connected for me. So uh, that's why, for example, it's really easy for me to just write about 
stuff that happens in soccer because by staying updated with it, I'll always have, you know, some sort of opinion. And even if I don't, I don't mind, you know, just like reporting what happened, keep people updated. Okay. So uh, what was like, what kind of journalism have you done? Have you done stuff with like your school, like in high school, like you did journalism? Is that even still a thing? <laughs> no, that I'm asking that. Yeah, that's, that's the interesting part is actually, I didn't do any writing in high school for, you know, school newspaper or anything like that. I okay, so that's still started, a thing. Yeah, so, that, like so that's year. still a thing. Okay, that's good yeah. to know. <laughs> I need to make sure, like, I, high school right. high school's different now these days. I mean, you're you're two years away from it, but still, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot <Yeah>. more recent than me. <laughs> but that's interesting <laughs> to see that the school newspaper is still a thing. Um, but yeah, so okay, so you got into writing, and you know. Uh, did you start out with Belly Up or were you doing anything independently uh, before going into Belly Up? Nope. Uh, I was looking for an internship and Belly Up is my first opportunity so far. Yeah. All right. No, I mean, that's it's a really good place to get start, I'm assuming. I mean, I don't know how it, it is, is great, for, the, yeah. for the writing part, but um, and, and I mean, I don't know if there's any other soccer writer in, in Belly Up so far. Are, I'm, are you... I'm the only one on staff right now, as far as I know. All that's right. what they told me, at least. I think we're the only soccer podcast, so I think we're we're on the same boat with you. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, perfect. This is, this is perfect. <laughs> we're the we are the exact demographic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we got that going for us. But uh, yeah. So what was the uh, what was the thing that you saw when you saw this belly up like advertisement, and you're like, "F it, let's go ahead and send my resume over." I thought it was interesting that, um, you know, in the description about the company that I like the sort of kind of relaxed vibe they seem to be pushing for. And, uh, you know, like ESPN, for example, it's, it's pure, like strict, like news writing. And I'm sure there's a lot of stylistic things that are, that you have to be like, but with belly up, they seem to be pushing for more open and, uh, you know, more freedom for the writers, if that makes sense, stylistically. So that was very appealing to me. And as far in my experience so far, that's, that's been the case. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, I, I've, I've gotten that vibe just going in as a podcaster for belly up. Obviously one day haven't told me that I need to chill out with the swearing. So, I mean, at least <laughs> I have that going for me. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I, I've so far, I've liked my experience with belly up, obviously as the podcasting side. So I, I, this is the first time me hearing somebody from the, the writing side. And I mean, I've seen your mm-hmm. writing. It's really solid. I mean, I'm not Thank much you. of a writer. I'm actually the guy that actually preferred math, which at the same time was, I, was, oh. I didn't like math. But I, I, I was good. <laughs> it was one of those things like I didn't like it, but I was good at it. But right. kind of thing. Uh, writing was my weakness. Everyone kept telling me I sucked at writing, <laughs> but um, which is kind of funny now because I kind of write a lot now these days. <laughs> it's like a podcast. Yeah, I know. Right? It's not. It's irony as it that's as ironic as it gets if, if, if anything else but uh but yeah that's true i think belly up has been amazing and it's cool to see especially with you know giving you guys your opportunity give you guys something to build for your not for your portfolio so you can when you want to go and take on that like the professional world or anything like that but i think it's still pretty cool and then also you, you're free to write for anybody else correct or you you have like that freedom that you can't you're not specifically with belly up yeah, uh, that hasn't been specified, but again, at least from the bottom getting, I don't, I don't think I'm, you know, super tied down to only write for here. Okay. That's good to hear. So, so far you like belly up. We like belly up, belly up. We got your yeah. stamp of approval. 
Um, now, obviously, this season, one, this is, I think, in my opinion, like the craziest. <laughs> We're going into some of the craziest years of, of the game. You got you got people fighting for against the Super League and then the same people that were fighting against Super League trying to add like yes. more, more games, into, which is kind of ironic. Um, you know, you got that going on. You had Messi. You know, Messi watch was a, was a, was a, a spectacle of its own. Barcelona is like beyond broke. Um, yeah. kind of like, 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 kind of like a college student. So, I mean, like it's a, it's been a crazy year, but what is that story that you've been following heavily this season? Oh, there's, there's a, there's a lot, but I'd say the primary one again with the Ronaldo bias was his transfer saga this summer and his return to Manchester United was, was, uh, that was definitely the big one for me. I'd say. Uh, what, what do you have to say about that? I mean, obviously you, you like Manchester United, um, having, having one, one, he was, uh, kind of pulling the okie doke on Man City because, you know, there was, oh, that, was that was the scariest <laughs> night I had this summer. <laughs> Cause the whole, yeah, that's but, all I heard was like, oh, you know, Ronaldo's, uh, his agent's talking to Manchester City. And we saw, we yes. talked about it on our podcast. We're like, yeah, you know, try carefully, bro. Cause, you know, you're kind of a, you're kind of a legend over in, in the other, in the other stadium. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then he goes ahead and pulls the okie doke and goes to Manchester United, even gets his number seven back. Um, I, yeah, mm-hmm. the crowd was electric for his, uh, for his debut. Uh, but so far, how has it been? Cause I feel like it's kind of sizzled out now with, you know, since Ronaldo's return. Yeah. I, I think what it did for me personally is, you know, the past few years and probably forever, it's going to be for me, Real Madrid is my number one club, but Ronaldo's return definitely. I'd say help keep or like, you know, get me more invested in Man U again because it was too hard to keep track of, you know, to put so much passion with Real Madrid and then with Manchester United, uh, you know, not doing as well. I didn't, I, my interest in United kind of dropped off a little bit for a few years there, but it's definitely come back in full spades now with him returning. And, uh, I feel like that's probably the case with a lot of people around the world. Uh, seeing as, you know, yeah, again, Manchester United have struggled to compete, but now that Ronaldo's back and remembering back to his glory days, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are coming back to United now and are excited to see what they do, especially this season. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you gotta, you can't forget about the other big signing that, that Man U made that season, which was bringing in Jaden Sancho. Um, and, and also, Rafa Overeen. I just forgot about that one. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Ronaldo basically just overshadowed everybody, but I mean that's that's expected. <laughs> that's yeah, expected yeah. from him. But yeah, no, that that story has been been crazy. I didn't expect Ronaldo to be going to Manchester United. I don't think any. I didn't know that there was even any drama to begin with with Juventus. So I thought that that was just you know, oh okay, Ronaldo's not leaving until he wins a Champions League title. That's what I was assuming. And then then you hear all this drama that's happening in in Juventus. And then he finds himself back in Manchester United. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely been that also along with what was going on with Lionel Messi has been, you know, that's the first time ever you're seeing two goats, like being the, the big talk for transfers. Um, so yeah, yeah that same window. Yeah. So that was a, definitely a crazy, crazy story to be following, but respectively. So that's a good story to follow. Is there anything that you, from this season that kind of took you by surprise that you weren't expecting that was going to happen, whether it's just a current team performing well or. Or just a move that you weren't expecting to happen this season? Um, I'm trying to think because again, there were so many like crazy moves. Obviously, I could be boring and just say, oh well, nobody saw Messi leaving coming up. But I'd say 
even though it was, you know, it was kind of, uh, it was definitely, this isn't like brand new news, but, you know, Barca's entire financial situation in general, the fact that they were mismanaged this poorly to the fact that they're, you know, pretty much broke. And the fact that, you know, that caused Messi having to leave, which I'm sure for diehard Barcelona and Messi fans was especially heartbreaking. But um, I'd say, yeah, Barca's financial situation was definitely a big shock for me. And I'm sure a lot of people as well. No, yeah. When, as soon as I heard about the that issue, and, and also the 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 thing uh, that quote from Laporte, thinking that he would he would have thought Messi would have played for Barcelona for free. That yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey man, believe what you want to believe, but there's let's be realistic at the same That's time. That's well. wishful thinking right there. Yeah, <laughs> like this whole time I thought uh I thought it was Bartomeu's ish. It was Bartomeu's fault for Barcelona being so bad, but it it apparently has just been Barcelona. They, they, got, Barcelona, yeah. they got their first credit card and then they just went spending. Like that's, that's yeah. you know, I feel that's what happened. You know, like the, the credit card, I, I don't know if this is still a thing, but you know, like how credit card companies would be hanging around the campus trying to get you to sign on these, on these credit cards. They don't do that anymore. Actually. I haven't seen those people. Oh, all right. Well, that, there you go. There, there's my, I know old, that's a thing. That that's my, thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's my, there's my <laughs> old man moment right there. Which is, I graduated in 2019. So. Oh, um, yeah, this, you're not far away from it at all. <laughs> so I was just, all right. But yes, essentially, that's kind of, that, yeah, that's a, definitely a good point. Um, I got to ask about Newcastle because obviously that was, mm, that, that yes. just happened. Um, what, what do you think we, we should be seeing from the, you know, January transfer windows not that far off? Do you see anything? Any, any big move, like kind of similar to what Man City did when they brought in Robinho when they when they had their their big uh, takeover as well. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I'm, I'm, you know, just like everyone else, we'll just have to wait and see. I, you know, enjoy looking at the memes people are making of, oh, okay, Mbappe is going to be going to Newcastle. They're going to buy Mbappe, Ronaldo, Messi, Ramos, you know, De Gea, everybody. But I don't know if we'll see if they take it slow or if if they come out. Yeah, trying to make some ridiculous signing that wouldn't have been possible earlier. But the other thing is that, yeah, they, they have all this money now. But, you know, if big players start going there, it's going to not be a good look necessarily because, you know, with with it's going to be, okay, they're purely moving there for money because Newcastle's, you know, they're not, they're not like a Champions League contending team even though they're going to definitely be working on that, but we'll have to see. Well, looking where they're in the standings right now. <laughs> they're, they're in relegation zone, so... Okay, yeah, so they need some help, for sure, so... <laughs> so step one is definitely getting out of there, but... <laughs> That's the first step, actually. Yeah, they shouldn't even be thinking about Champions League. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> they should be worried about the championship. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, right. <laughs> you had the champion part, right? <laughs> but no, yeah, it's a that that was just crazy of its own. Uh, it's yeah, we've seen the memes. It's it's hilarious, by the way. But you, you know, when you get real serious, it's is is Newcastle even a destination right now? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if they're the most desirable location, except for money at this point. So, 
Yeah, and they made another move that I did like, and it was just mainly because of the movie goal, and I was going to get Santiago Munoz. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I love that movie, too. Yeah, so seeing that made me laugh. Uh, I did make make a tweet saying Gavin Harris to, to Newcastle confirmed. Gavin- <laughs> <laughs> so so, so I, I, that was my little contribution to the memes. That's but, great. But yeah, no, it's a it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with uh with all that's going on. But um and, and we're not even ha- we're not even at the halfway point. That's the crazy part. Um but mm-hmm. is it, is there anything you're looking forward to uh kind of going into the halfway point? Like do you see anybody jumping over? Um maybe like how surprised have you been with Brentford? Because I've been surprised by Brentford right now, but, but Oh, I haven't oh yeah, I don't I don't really have any thoughts about them because I haven't been keeping track of how they've been doing. But in terms of for January, and maybe you can help me with this as a fellow Madrid fan, I know that recently Mbappe's been saying he's happy with PSG now. But earlier before that, I'd seen reports that like Real Madrid were going to try and make a move for him in January again. I don't know if, if you think this could happen. But I'd be shocked if it did. Uh, I would generally be shocked because it seems like PSG is leaving Real Madrid on red. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right yeah, so, they don't want to do business with us. <laughs> I mean, they gave up. They gave them what they wanted. I think, on it's honestly a little bit more than what they wanted, and and, and they they kind of just ignored them after that. Um, I mean, could it happen? Knowing Real Madrid's revenue, they they probably still could. Um, it, you know, and there's obviously there's there's probably like a player that they could probably use to allure uh, PSG with. I don't know who, but I mean, if you're going to judge off positions, um, as much as I wouldn't want to see it, I think Rodrigo might be an enticing player to. I heard Rodrigo, yeah, him to, or, or Vinicius kinda, might be offered, which would yeah, be a mistake. Yeah, I, I I'm totally w- agree with that. Or you know, Hazard, maybe we could send him over mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> See, everything's is crazy that we that people don't want his art. <laughs> like, I know, yeah. It's proof. It, this is proof right here that this is not just me. There's people that don't want his art. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm rooting for him though. Every time he comes out, I'm I want him to make his breakthrough, but it's just not happening, and his injuries are definitely preventing it. No, yeah, that's that's completely true. Yeah. Um. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this show real quick up, but I just need to ask you, uh. Who do you think is going to win the Ballon d'Or? Oh, no. Uh, that's a tough question. I know the majority online, at least, the popular choice is Messi. And I, you know, even as a Ronaldo fan, I wouldn't be surprised or necessarily angry if he won. But... I think there's a lot of players that are being overlooked if that's the only choice people are looking at because, you know, Lewandowski has had a great year again. And I think he would have won it if they had the ball in last in, in 2020. Um, and this, this might be biased, but you know, Kareem Benzema is having an insane year as well and both goals and assists, especially if you look at him in 2021 alone. So I think I think he should be up there as well, and uh, but yeah, I mean with Messi, I feel like a big part of that is because he finally won his international trophy, and so that's what people think is a lock for him after. So I don't yeah. I don't know exactly who I would say. No, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hard one. I think 
my heart tells me Lewandowski because I mean the man deserves it. Um, yes, but you can't also you can't ignore Jorginho. <laughs> Jorginho, oh yeah, as well. Him you can't, you can't ignore what the guy's done. Right with Chelsea Champions League, so he's up there as well. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I, I'm sure everyone there's gonna be people against it and for it, like just like every other <laughs> Ballon d'Or. Probably not as much as when Luka Modric won it, but still. Um, yeah, it, it, there's always going to be those people that are going to be against it. But uh, thank you, James, for for coming on for an interview. Hopefully, we can of course feature you uh, more often on the podcast. Maybe bring you in for some previews for the for the the seasons and all that. When yeah, we do love that. to. So we'll definitely do that for sure. But this is your time, man. Let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, um, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Both are as uh, James Kim James underscore Kim fifteen. And uh, you can find my writer page on Belly Up Sports. All right. All right. So, short, sweet, and to the point. All right. Yeah. Thanks, James. And uh, thank you so much for having me, Hector. All right. No problem. Hector, are you listening to music? No, I am not listening to music. I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible. What's Audible? Audible allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience. What if I'm not sure about Audible? Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash podcast. Not only do you get the experience of Audible, but you'll also be supporting InsertNameFC. I'm going to start my free trial right now. And we are back. Thank you so much to James Cam for, for be, doing that interview with us. Uh, definitely want to use him a little bit more because I'm mean, not use him, uh, incorporate him a little <laughs> bit more. Obviously, he's a he's a writer for Belly Up. Obviously, we're a podcast in Belly Up, so we gotta stick together with the. We're literally we're 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 literally the demographic for soccer. <laughs> so the one the one Belly Up writer for soccer, and we're the one pod, soccer podcast for for Belly Up. <laughs> so yeah, we gotta we gotta stick together and, and continue building that demographic. So. We'll definitely try to bring him in from time to time, maybe help us preview the Premier League and, and on all that great stuff whenever we can. So, yeah, thank you to James, and we'll definitely try to incorporate you um, as we go throughout. But anyways, Edward, games to recap. What is your game to recap? All right, so my game to recap for this week is the Juventus versus Inter Milan, which is actually not a winner in this situation. Um, it was a 1-1 one, one draw. At least it was a positive result for one of your teams this weekend. Yeah. yeah I guess you I guess you call it a positive result. Juve um, had 51% of the possession and then also they, they outshot uh, Inter Milan 16-10. But so but, like basically the reason why I did highlight this game is because one of my favorite players Valorivala, he scored the equalizer and of a penalty in the 89th minute. So, like, I can say not to save the day, but like to 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 equalize the day. Yeah, <laughs> it's like to 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 make things even at that point, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it's been pretty tough. Like, honestly, for for all for my teams this weekend, it was just <laughs> it was hard altogether. No, yeah, definitely was not true. Not your week, for, not your weekend for sure. But at least this 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 meant that your weekend wasn't a total disaster. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, no, yeah, that was a good game. 
So my game, um, obviously everyone would be thinking that this would be the time where I would go ahead and gloat that, you know, Real Madrid beat Barcelona two to one in the El Clasico, but it, uh, it is not the case. It is not the case as I'm actually going to talk about Sporting Kansas City beating the Seattle Sounders two to one. Uh, Sporting Kansas City had 51% of the possession and Seattle outshot them 15 to eight. But the thing that I'm highlighting in this game is Tim Melia's rock bottom of Christian Roldan. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That was crazy, dude. Um, I, how this guy did not get a red card is beyond me. Um, but uh, the fact that you have the rock uh, resp- responding on Twitter about the, the, the rock bottom is, is very funny to me. But yeah, because just Tim, this, what stole the show for me was that how this just took over social media of having Tim Milia clearly giving Christian Roldan the rock, the rock bottom. Yeah, it was insane. The thing is, I, I didn't even see the aftermath, to be honest. Like, I just saw the rock bar and I was just, like, in shock and awe. Like, he was, okay, so he was, like, by the by the corner post. Like, he was by the the near post. And then the dude over here is, like, blocking his view. So he's, like, trying to get in front of him. He's like, hey, you know what, baby? Just, wow. I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the response. Exactly that. But, yeah. Um, no, yeah, but it was still a good game. I mean, obviously, Sporting Kansas City and Seattle is going to be two teams that I think are going to be very competitive, especially going into the playoffs. Seattle, obviously, first place in, in the Western Conference. Uh, Sporting Kansas City, you know, obviously a team that I kind of wouldn't be surprised, uh, you know, making a, a, a semi, you know, making the Western Conference final, um, at, at, you know, during the playoffs. But I definitely can't wait to see these two teams compete. Uh, even going on into the season uh, as the season's about to wrap up for the MLS. Um, But yeah, adds a little bit more drama. Definitely add add the storyline that people are going to be mentioning if these guys meet up in the playoffs. Yeah, so it it, it looks like it's going to be hella good. Yep. All right, Edward, players of the week. Who is your player of the week? All right, so... My player of the week is, and it's actually, it's going to be his first time ever being on player of the week for, for Intername FC. Um, Mikael Antonio, who scored the winning goal in West Ham's one nothing win over Tottenham. And love that it. Dude's, I, already, I love I, it already. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's like, what, 35, 34. So he's, he's, he's up there. Like you, you wouldn't, you know. So I mean, it's not for for all of us in our generation. We say thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, thank Mind you. Me, I'm 32. So definitely doing a service to you. Yeah, right. But yeah, no, he loves this. I love to hear Tottenham lost. So <laughs> good pick, Edward. Good pick. Damn. All right, all right. Well, what about you? Uh, my player of the week is Joshua King. He scores a hat trick in Watford's five to two win against Everton. Everton, what is going on in Everton? And it, maybe it is because Carl Ancelotti left, but uh, Joshua King actually did once play for Everton. Uh, goes ahead and scores a hat trick. Um, obviously, very crucial hat trick as it, it won the game for the, it clearly won the game for Watford. Watford in desperate need of a win. Um, and they got it done and against Everton, who also desperately needed a win. Um, so clearly Watford wanted him more. Uh, and they got Ranieri the, his first win after that embarrassment of, of a loss against Liverpool. So 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, when someone went to get scores a hat trick, man, you gotta give them props, right? Yep, exactly. You're right. So, and also making their his first appearance in, in insert name of these players of the week. Um, could these guys get featured a little bit more? Who knows? But uh, they're here right now. So, congratulations to Mikhail Antonio and Joshua King for being our players of the week. Yes, sir. All right, we have some games to watch this weekend. Uh, MLS, maybe not the sexiest of, of weekends for the MLS, but we do have a Texas Derby as we have FC Dallas taking on Austin FC. Uh, it has not been the year of Texas in the MLS, um, but you know the story of Austin FC obviously being their you know their first season in the MLS is it, kind of been the story to follow, and just FC Dallas and and Houston Dynamo just not. Not being good, um, so you know whoever wins the battle for Texas isn't necessarily gonna. It's, it's like a consolation prize, but is it really that a prize you want to be claiming right now? Is <laughs> kind of the thing, but yeah. So obviously it's a rubber game. Let's go ahead and and get your eyes on that one. Obviously maybe see some, maybe Ricardo maybe see something from Ricardo Pepe as well. So there is that. Um, you have Minnesota United taking on Sporting Kansas City. Obviously all eyes are going to be on Tim Melia. Uh, to see what he's going to do next. I'm sure he's not going to do anything after this. But, you know, the jokes are going to be there. Yeah. For sure like rock bottom. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, there's, you know, some people are walking around with WWE signs right. going into that game. Somebody's probably going to be walking up with the sign, like, WWE hired this guy. <laughs> exactly right. Um, all right. In the NWSL, we have the Orlando Pride taking on the Chicago Red Stars. Orlando Pride need to find some form, um, you know, especially as they're, you know, they're also looking into getting into the playoffs as well. So definitely need to get a win. Uh, it's not necessarily an easy test because you're taking on Chicago Red Stars, but definitely a game to watch. And um, the other game is the Washington Spirit taking on the Houston Dash. Yes, there's some sort, there's some bias in this one, but Washington Spirit looks really good. You know, Houston Dash, you know, they need to get in the play. They, you know, they got, they're fighting for a playoff position as well. And they are also in need of, of some, of some points as well. So I think these are going to be two games to keep a good eye on for this weekend. Yeah. And so, Liga MX. Oh, wait. You're going to say something? No, no. I was going to say, yeah, I, I'm, I agree. But go ahead. Go All right. ahead. All right. In Liga MX, we have Nakaxa taking out Mazatlan. Um, both of them coming off of wins. So, uh, you know, see who see who can keep their form going, and um, I forgot the name of this. Ah, okay, it's the, it's the battle of of Mexico City as Cruz Azul takes on America. Oh, okay. Uh, I forgot. America. I forgot what it's called too. So, oh, well, America came off a big win against Tigres. Uh, so they so Piojo did not get his revenge. Uh, Cruz Azul. Uh, what do you want to say about Cruz Azul? Like, I mean, has been has been the best season for Cruz Azul. I mean, I personally, I, it hasn't been the best, and you know, it just after after them winning the title, it was kind of like, okay, it's the win for the end of the world to happen, as some people would say. But you know, it, it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm, it'll be it'll be it'll be a good match because I think I think Cruz Azul comes out on these big games as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean it's a rivalry game, so uh, we'll see. We'll see who who what takes over Stadio Azteca. Um, all right. In League One, we have Leon versus Lens. 
Um, both teams kind of find themselves a little bit of form there. And two teams are coming off of big wins for themselves, Troyes at versus Sade Rennes. Um, so that's going to be interesting to watch in League 1. In the Bundesliga, we have Eintracht Frankfurt taking on RB Leipzig. RB Leipzig, the drama between them and Jesse March has kind of dwindled now. Now that I guess uh, Jesse March has now listened to the players and are now trying to cooperate and 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 find some form uh, to get them back on track to compete in the Bundesliga or at least get a Champions League, a Champions League spot. Let's be re- let's be more realistic. Um, and um, the other game is Borussia Mönchengladbach taking on Bochum, um, who Bochum has found some form recently. So uh, definitely. Uh, a game to keep an eye out, especially for Borussia Mönchengladbach. You want to see what's gonna what's gonna be going on with Joe Scaly. I think he's healthy. I could be wrong on that. Let me check that because obviously the young American uh, that everyone's kind of wondering how come he hasn't been called up. Um, well, doesn't say he's injured, so it looks like he's good. So, so you know, keep, keep an eye out for Joe Scaly okay. in the series. In the Serie A, we have Atalanta taking on Lazio and Roma versus AC Milan. Ooh, you're, you're excited about that one. Well, looking at the way Jose Mourinho has been working with Roma, it's kind of, I kind of am looking forward to it. <laughs> and obviously already Jose Mourinho is throwing his team under the bus, which is, you know, pure, pure you know, obviously prime Mourinho Jose Mourinho. <laughs> yeah, prime, prime Jose Mourinho. All right, in La Liga, we have Atletico Madrid versus Real Betis. Um, Real Betis is a very competitive club. I think that, you know, people tend to underestimate Real Betis, but I think they do bring it whenever they play against the top clubs in, in, uh, in La Liga. Atletico Madrid coming off of a very big draw, which is crazy to hear instead of saying a big win, but a big draw. Um, because, you know, Luis Suarez entered the chat and just kind of brought the team back into life. Um, so. Uh, see if they can they can get some points because you know obviously Madrid being able to jump up top of the table after beating Barcelona two to one definitely helped them out. So Atletico Madrid obviously got to catch up to to Real Madrid and don't want to be falling behind them. And then Rayo Vallecano versus Celta Vigo. Um, I think this game is going to be interesting. Um, just my opinion. I think both teams have come off. I, I believe are coming off of wins. So. You know, keep keep an eye on that game. I think the game's gonna be pretty good, a pretty good one to watch. Yeah, and it's also my Falcao uh, bias as well coming in. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. In the English Premier League, we have Leicester City taking on Arsenal. So okay. it's gonna be a big test for Arsenal, in my opinion. Um, is this team for real? Well, we are about. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out real quick uh, in this game because I think Leicester City. One, Yuri Tellman's just scoring nothing but banger goals is 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 just going to be a thing now, because uh, you know he he scored a big one against um, you know Manchester United and then he scores another big one in their last game, so yeah, so don't you know definitely want to cover that kid if you're gonna if you're gonna do anything in that Leicester game is make sure Yuri Tellman does not score a crazy goal outside the box, and so <laughs> I think that's a safe bet, right? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, hmm, let me see. Uh, well, on this one, 
mean, I, I think I had, hmm, I don't know. I'll, mm, okay, so you'll be happy. I'll go for Arsenal on this one. Okay. Well, that can't be a good sign. That can't be that good. Can't. That can't be good. Oh, what are you saying? I had, I'm carrying the curse now? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like whenever you're on my side, things don't work out. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm just oh, playing everything. And uh, the other game is Tottenham versus Manchester United. Both teams coming off of, lo- of losses. Um, I think I think Manchester United has more to lose on this than Tottenham does. So, yeah, but Tottenham also got uh, beat by West Ham, so not necessarily great for the Eagles. If you get what I mean. Yeah, not but, saying it, this isn't like a jab at West Ham United at all, but uh, it's, it's definitely not Liverpool. But yeah, both teams are Tottenham's kind of in a rut of form. Uh, well, actually, I think they came off of some no in a rut of form. Manchester United definitely in a rut of form. This is gonna is could this be the uh, loser leaves town game for Old Gunner? I think so. I think this was basically if Tottenham beats them, and if they beat them just as bad as Liverpool, yeah, it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be goodbye Old Gunner. That's my prediction. So what are you what is so what are you rooting for? I want Manchester United to win, but damn, I think it's already time for Old Gunner to go, but. Shoot. It seems like it's one of those is like I won't be as mad if Manchester United loses this game. I guess yeah, yeah. That's that's basically where I'm kind of leaning at right now. I totally get that. Don't worry. Don't don't be ashamed. I I felt that. I felt that before. So you're not alone on that one. Not one bit. <laughs> I totally get that. Totally, totally get that. But yeah, so those are the games that I think you should keep an eye out for this weekend. I think they're all going to be really good to watch. Um, you know, enjoy as you can because obviously, you know, November, we're coming up with November. We're going to have another international break. Um, I know some people don't like the international breaks. Um, you got the whole thing with the Bilennial World Cup thing going. Uh, Jesus Christ, I can't believe that's actually going to be a serious discussion. Um, but I do love the the one of the ideas that was coming off the brainstorm session, which is, oh yeah, we'll do a bilateral World Cup, but we'll have different teams in each one. <laughs> yeah. And, so if uh, you didn't qual if you didn't qualify in the last World Cup, guess what? You're going to the next World Cup. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I really don't. I still don't like that idea. So I don't think anybody does. To be honest, if we want to be really honest. No one cares for it. Um, no, nah, not really. Just the people who probably you know who you know who probably make like want to uh who probably want to make it go is uh people who make big bets on certain teams. Yeah, but I mean like I, I, I hate that argument that like oh it's because you know kids you know kids need to watch more soccer. It's like that's to get into soccer. Yet. It's like eh, I don't know, that's really what just be honest. It's money. It's money. You yeah, want to take money like, away from? Like, like, you want to take money away from Wafa? No. The thing, <laughs> the thing, the thing is, it's not even to get kids to watch soccer. Like, if you want kids to go watch soccer, fuck. You know, take your kids to go watch like a Sunday league game. You know, or even indoor uh, street. You know, and get them to be in the team themselves. Like, not just to to watch the soccer like that. Like, they'll develop the love for it if they want to. You know, and and USA in just the past way, the past what, a few years. 
It's been increasing a lot. So, yeah, I, I mean, but it was just funny that that was like the idea that that whole idea. It, it's honestly just it's just if FIFA wants money, that's all they want. It's FIFA just wants more money. Yeah. Um, I don't think more will come. It's just, yeah, that's the thing. So, so that's all you got to say. But yeah, those are the games that you should be keeping an eye out for this weekend. Uh, really can't wait. To, I'll be definitely keeping an eye out for them. Um, but yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take another break and then we'll get going with three up, three down. And obviously we're talking about Halloween. And uh, the other game is Tottenham versus Manchester United. Both teams coming off of lo- of losses. Um, I think I think Manchester United has more to lose on this than Tottenham does. So, yeah, but Tottenham also got uh, beat by West Ham. So... Not necessarily great for the Eagles, if you get what I mean. Yeah, um, not saying it, this isn't like a jab at West Ham United at all, but uh, it's, it's definitely not Liverpool. But yeah, both teams are Tottenham's kind of in a rut of form. Uh, well, actually, I think they came off of some no, in a rut of form. Manchester United definitely in a rut of form. This is gonna is could this be the uh, loser leaves town game for Old Gunner? I, I think so. I think this was basically if, if Tottenham beats them. And if they beat them just as bad as Liverpool, yeah, it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be goodbye, old gunner. That's my prediction. So what are you what is so what are you rooting for? I want Manchester United to win, but damn, I think it's already time for old gunner to go, but shoot. It seems like it's one of those is like I won't be as mad if Manchester United loses this game. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's basically where I'm uh, kind of leaning at right now. I totally get that. Don't worry, don't don't be ashamed. I've I felt that I felt that before. So you're not alone on that one. Not one bit. <laughs> I totally get that. Totally, totally get that. But yeah, so those are the games that I think you should keep an eye out for this weekend. I think they're all going to be really good to watch. Um, you know, enjoy as you can because obviously, you know, November, we're coming up with November. We're going to have another international break. Um, I know some people don't like the international breaks. Um, you got the whole thing with the Bilennial World Cup thing going. Uh, Jesus Christ, I can't believe that's actually going to be a serious discussion. Um, but I do love the the one of the ideas that was coming off the brainstorm session, which is, oh, yeah, we'll do a Bilennial World Cup, but we'll have different teams in each one. <laughs> Yeah. And, so if uh, you didn't qualify, if you didn't qualify in the last World Cup, guess what? You're going to the next World Cup. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I really don't. I still don't like that idea. So I don't think anybody does. To be honest, if we want to be really honest, um, no one cares for it. No, nah, not really. Just the people who probably you know who you know who probably make like want to uh, who probably want to make it go is uh, people who make big bets. On certain teams, yeah, but I mean, like, I, I I hate that argument that like, oh, it's because you know kids, you know, kids need to watch more soccer. It's like that's to get into soccer. Yet. It's like eh, I don't know. That's really what. It, just be honest. It's money. It's money. You yeah, want to take money away from? You want to take money away from UEFA? No, the thing, the thing, the thing is, it's not even to get kids to watch soccer. Like, if you want kids to go watch soccer, fuck, you know, take your kids to go watch like a Sunday league game, you know. Or even indoor uh, street, you know, get them to be in the team themselves, like not just to 
to watch the soccer like that. Like they'll develop the love for it if they want to, you know. And in USA, in just the past what the past what a few years, it's been increasing a lot. So yeah, I, I mean, but it was just funny that that was like the idea that that whole idea. It, it's honestly just it's just if FIFA wants money, that's all they want. It's FIFA just wants more money. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think more World Cup. It's just, yeah, that's the thing. So, so that's all you got to say. But yeah, those are the games that you should be keeping an eye out for this weekend. Uh, really can't wait. to. I'll be definitely keeping an eye out for them. Um, but yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take another break. And then we'll get going with three up, three down. And obviously, we're talking about Halloween. Yo, this is Edward. And we, we are Insername FC. FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on UnhingedSN.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We will see you there. And we're back once again. Link is in our bio on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. Go ahead and click on those links. It will show you all our great partners. Once again, Swift Lifestyles, uh, Audible, Fanatics, um, how you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, or Spreaker. And obviously the Belly Up website, uh, the Unhinged Radio. Um, and of course, our clothing store. Make sure you guys go ahead and check it out um, and start rocking some insert name FC swag. Um, if you guys post some pictures of of you wearing your insert name FC stuff, we'll definitely give you give you a reshare uh, or retweet on our on our social media so we can keep showing out the the, the things that we're doing because we definitely would love to see people rocking the insert name FC gear. Um, crazy enough, before we get to the three up three down is. Um, so the soccer team that me and I were playing for, um, they were talking about the possibility of changing their team name, and uh, we uh, we made a proposal, right, over? Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, our our team name. I, I'm I'm guessing. I don't know if it's official yet, but we did throw up insert name FC up into the. I think a lot of people did uh, receive it very well. So this seemed like a very positive reception. For the name, uh, I don't know. How do you feel, Edward? Yeah, I like it. I mean, no, I, I said I was down for yeah, it. The, the consensus for that one? Oh, um, I think they were down for that one. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, shout out to Swiss. Obviously, they they, they, they started knowing a little bit about us now. So, yeah. so it's a, it's been fun playing in that league. Hopefully, we get promoted to, to Division 5 and we can keep playing. Um if my schedule permits, but yeah. Uh, yes. So there's that. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're three up, three down. Obviously it's Halloween weekend, right? Yeah. It's Halloween weekend. Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Um, but yeah, it's Halloween weekend. Our three up, three down is Halloween. So basically everything that has to do with Halloween, that's what we're going to talk about on this three up, three down. Um, so let's go ahead and get going. We're going to start things off with Spencer because he sent it to us. So we're going to start. You want to you want to switch things up? You want to start with three down, or you know, start with three up, or want to start with three down as we always uh, do? Well, we can start with three down. Three down is usually like always gives us a little bit of uh, wiggle room, I guess you could say, in the sense of where we're going to to do uh, like to, I guess to explain ourselves. All right, all right. So we're going to start things off with Spencer's three down. And at number three, he has the superstitions that surround that day. I guess the black cat walking on the ladder. Um, 
the strip. There's walking down a ladder, walking under a ladder, a thing for Halloween. I think it's just the superstition in general. It just a lot of people feel that it's stronger when you do it on Halloween. I, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure, but I know the black cat <laughs> one. What's another superstition then? I have no idea. <laughs> are, are we about to research Halloween superstitions? Yeah, pretty much. So we don't do them by accident. All right, let's uh, let's 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 learn let's learn about Halloween superstitions, y'all. And the first thing that pops up is Halloween background. Halloween superstitions. Thirteen Halloween. Well, we'll do we'll do the thirteen Halloween superstitions. Uh, black cats. Okay, so we know that one. Um, jack o' lanterns. Okay, mm. apparently jack o' lanterns are. Oh, it's a guide for the lost soul. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, bats. Yeah, I guess uh, so. Oh, uh, so I guess if a bat flew into your house, then that means your house is haunted. Wow. Uh, spiders. Uh, let's see, what's the superstition here? Oh, if a, if a spider falls to a candle-lit lamp, it, and, and it is consumed by the flame. Witches are nearby. Witches. Witches. Uh, uh, okay, witches are a curse. Uh, is a superstition. Uh, the cauldron. Cauldron is a is a superstition. What is the superstition for cauldrons? Souls awaiting reincarnation. Okay. A witch's broomstick. A broomstick is a superstition. Okay. Hmm. That's odd. <laughs> Trick or treating in costumes. I guess you, you you know the superstition was the visiting ghosts could disguise themselves in human form, such as beggar, and knock on your door during Samain asking for money or food. If you turn them away empty-handed, you risk receiving the wrath of the spirit being cursed or haunted. Hmm. All right. Uh, Halloween colors, which is orange and black. What is the superstition? Okay, just make sure that you wear the colors. Mischief knife. The superstition of mischief knife. Let's see what that is. The TPing of trees and houses and stuff. Yeah. Uh, comical pranking, great depression, vandalism, adults and candy. Okay, well, so uh, I guess if you don't give a person candy, then they get to like mess up, trash your house. I guess that's the thing. Maybe I don't know. I, I didn't want to read so. more into it, but yeah. So the superstitions that surround the holiday. There's that. Uh, number two, people wanting to scare you. Be be careful. It's called concealed carrier's license. Uh, All right, so don't try to scare Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, just, just avoid it. It's not worth it. Uh, if, if you value your life, don't scare Spencer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and number one, the only time of the year that you can dress up in a costume and walk around, and no one judges you for liking specific anime or movie characters. Gee, I wonder how many people are going to dress up as uh, people from uh, uh, Demon Slayer or Naruto. All over again. We're Suicide Squad members. Not it's always like year. the latest movie 
Yeah, latest movie, latest like the, anime. Latest movie, latest anime. Um, I'm sure we'll see some of my hero academia. Maybe the movie doesn't come out yet. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Squid Game. I know Squid Game's gonna Squid, be a yeah, thing. Squid Game's gonna be one. Squid Game's everybody's yeah. gonna dress up with the red jumpsuit. And remember when it was Money Heist? Same thing. No, it's Squid. Yeah. Yeah. There's always that one kid that dresses up like the V for Vendetta guy. Yeah. But, that, that, that but I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I used to see a lot of Slender, man. Not really, never. I used to. I'm not saying that you did. I just, I used to see, I, I there's a, there, there used to be like, whenever I go to a party, there's literally at least one guy wearing a Slenderman suit. The, uh, I still don't get the, the um, I don't get, the, I don't get the origin of Slenderman. I, I still don't to the, this day. Okay. Anyways, uh, you want to start things off or you want me to start things off? The, uh, go ahead and do you, do you, you go first. All right. Um, for three down, I got spooky season people. Um, look, I get it that people love Halloween. I'm not saying that I, that you shouldn't love Halloween. It's just the people that make it very, very clear that the only holiday that they care about is Halloween. Uh, that's why I call them spooky season people because they're the ones that like, as soon as, as soon as it's fall, like it, like September hits, like it's spooky season, apparently. So not that I hate you. I really don't. Uh, it's just like, it's almost the same thing with people that like overly, overtly like tells you how much they love Christmas and how they like love, you know, decorating for Christmas and love Christmas, all this stuff and all that. Like it's kind of, I feel like I'll say the same thing for the overly, the overly celebratory Christmas people is the same thing that I will say for people that are just like super into Halloween. Um, am I into Halloween? I mean, it's, it's a fun holiday. I like it. Um, but I'm not going to be here. Like one, I'm not just, I'm not going to decorate my house in Halloween crap. Like if you get what I'm saying, um, you know, there's some things that I like about Halloween, but I'm not going to decorate my house for Halloween. Um, I do, I think I'll, I'll do that whenever I, if I, whenever I have my own place, but I'll actually want to participate in trick or treating, like actually giving out candy. Um, not in a creepy way, but, um, <laughs> but like, you know, just, you know, like actually like let, you know, go, it, 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 that to me is fun just to see like, you know, cause you know, you know, it's, it's cool for the kids to have fun, you know, go to the, go to houses and, and you know, I like that, that, that tradition in, in that sense. I think it's fun. I think it's cool to see the kids in the costumes and they're all excited when they get, you know, like some pieces of candy. Um, I'll even have that Michael Scott rule. Like if I, if any of my candy spills over, like it's up for grabs kind of uh, thing, but yeah. But yeah. So but yeah, my number, my number three is spooky season people. Uh, number two, pumpkins. Pumpkins, really? That's your number. That's your down. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It, it's a pain in the ass to find a good one. I can see that. Because you know, like if you go to a store and you're like, "Oh, let's go get some pumpkins," you know, so people can. Mainly, it's for my nieces. Like, you know, we want to get some pumpkins so they can carve some pumpkins. Because obviously, once again, to me, the holiday is for the kids. Like this holiday is specifically for the kids, so they can have fun and all that stuff. Um. I hate like trying to like go through like this whole giant box full of pumpkins and they all look like crap. Um, like one side looks decent, but then the other side looks like shit. And you're like, ah, no, nah, I mean, if I'm going to buy a pumpkin, I don't want to buy a crappy one. That's literally like one of it's, it's one of the, ha- one of the hassles that I hate is having to find a good pumpkin um, for, for Halloween decorating. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. And then my number one is mischief night. Like, 
Just don't be a dick. Like that's it. That's that's my one my one request. Just just don't be a dick. <laughs> is that fair? <laughs> like, why do you have to? Uh, okay, one of the toilet paper is kind of funny, but like, like why do you gotta smash up my pumpkins? Like, why do you gotta like throw toilet paper? I'm cool with that. Egg my house. That, okay, that's kind of a dick move. You know, one that's a waste of food. <laughs> By the, I think that's the other thing that I don't like about it is like that's a waste of food right there. Like, really, you, you bought these eggs so you could throw it at my house. Uh, you know, you, you could have had a nice omelet with that. You know, <laughs> so maybe maybe they're trying to give you breakfast for the next day. Well, I'm not gonna scrape it off my door <laughs> unless right. it's expired eggs, and that makes sense. Oh, that, that totally that makes that smell. would suck for the person that has to clean that. Yeah, but. But it totally makes sense if it's expired eggs. Um, so, but yeah, so my three, that, that's my three down. Uh, what's your three down? All right. So my three down is actually, so my number three is, um, well, this was when I was a kid. When you would go to the doors and treating, and then when you would knock on the doors, you would see the light was on. And all of a sudden, like they just turn off the light, and you're like, oh, the people that like, for, and you're like, all the people that forget to turn off their lights. Yeah, and then it's just like they leave you in the plane all dark, and you're just like, uh, kind of made you feel really dumb and stuff. Once again, don't be a dick. That, mm-hmm. that also applies to them. So, yeah. if if you know you're not going to give out candy, make sure you turn off your your light, your your you know your your front door light. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that one, that's my number three. Just, you know, you got kids who come through and they knock on the door and stuff. I actually See, have candy ready I think just in case. It's, it's, it sucks as a kid, but I feel like it would suck even more as a parent. Yeah. Are, you, t- are you taking the boys to trick or treating? Maybe, 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 maybe not. Okay. Just this is weird. I mean, right now with all this COVID stuff, I didn't, I didn't even take him last year for the same reason. So, but yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna, I don't know. I mean, I may take him. I may take him. Maybe. Are you gonna dress up with them? If if I'm gonna dress up with them, I don't even know what. I literally only have like what eight. Eight days, nine days to to find something for them, you know, to dress them up in. Oh. Start heading down the spirit Halloween. There's a ton of them. <laughs> My God, but anyways, but yeah, I just uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just this COVID shit has me all all. Maybe next edge. year. Maybe next year. Yeah, but um, maybe next year. But so that's my number three. Just don't be a dick. You know, you're not gonna hand out candy. Just turn off your light. That's a clear sign of, you know, not being at home or not wanting to hand out candy or anything like that. That's the that's the Halloween's version of the urinal rule. Like it's com it's just common courtesy. Yeah. All right. And then my number two. Uh for me, okay, so I kinda have to agree with you. This one, the pumpkins, because for one, never really, I've never ever really made one or a card one out or anything like that. But also, it's like the cleaning of it. And then whenever it gets a little bit too old, you forget about it. 
being out in the sun, that shit looks nasty. It smells. Um, and I'm not, and I don't like any pumpkin flavor or anything. Oh so, man, the worst, the worst thing is the people that just like blindly just like let it just, they just let it rot. They just let it rot there. And they just, it's like, come on, man. Like at least just throw it in the trash. Like, or, or put it in your backyard. So like, you know, use it, you know, use it for like some plants or something like that. But like, it's on your front. It's it's like, come on, man. It's like, it's already January and it's still on your front porch. Like, <laughs> I think, I think it's already mulch, man. At that point, just let it disintegrate on your, on your, uh, just, on your just, plant. Just sweep, just sweep it onto the grass. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's how I get that. So, yeah, I'm just, uh, that's my number two. And then my number one is <laughs> when people just, I don't know, when the, when they dress up those couples costumes, I just, there's some cool ones. I'm not going to say it. There's some cool ones, but then it's like, I don't know why, but I bring it back to the Big Bang Theory, how Sheldon and Amy went, um, as Raggedy, Raggedy, what was it? Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy. But instead of Sheldon managed to come out with Raggedy C3PO. Oh, so, Jesus Christ. So that dude was just a C3PO, but he had like the little hat and the curls. And like, his, I think his face was painted with the, with the, like the little rosy cheeks and stuff. And he was like, mm-hmm. he's like, we made a compromise. He was like, I lost. And he clearly, <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious. But it's like, I'm like, how many how many people, not just girls, but like guys, how many, how many people tend to be like, we should be a couple costume. Like, dude, if you don't want to wear it, don't wear it. You know, like don't force the other person to wear it either. Like, fuck, like it's Halloween. It's like, it's just whatever. It doesn't, you don't have to match or you don't have to do shit. You don't have to match, but I think, you know, it depends on what kind of couple you are. I, there's, I mean, I, this, like, this, I wouldn't this, be against, this, I wouldn't this, be against, this, this I wouldn't be against matching costumes. This is basically what I heard. This is basically what I heard. Like, do you want people to know that we're a couple? Like, oh, okay. Well, that, 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 that's not my, that's not my reason. I think I'm okay with doing couples costumes. I'm okay no, with I'm it. I'm okay but, with it, but it's like, if I don't like it, I'm, I'm going to be like, yeah, I don't like it. But if I like it, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm down for it, you know. But then if you use that whole, don't you want us, don't you want people to know we're a couple? Like, oh, come on, dude, seriously. Like, come on, fuck. And uh, I'd be the one with like doing the obscure ones, like the, the 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 two people costumes, like where I I get to be the horse's ass or something like that. Yeah, see, like that one. I, I guess I could I could see that happening. Well, thanks. <laughs> Now you mean horse's ass, but you know, I mean, if that's how you want to do it. It's all good. Oh, I like the puns, <laughs> <laughs> like the pun costumes. I like those too. Anyways, but yeah, so that that that, that was your three down. Yeah, that was my three down. All right, we'll go ahead and go with Spencer's three up, and his three up is trick or treating. As a kid, being an adult takes the fun out of being able to eat all the candy you want for one day of the year. Fair point. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we all did it as kids. We went trick or treating. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, classic horror films that scared the shit out of you as a kid, but nowadays, kind of, it's kind of you kind of find it hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's it's, just, it's actually really true. <laughs> like, I feel like when I watch the like the Halloween movies, I always think it's funny that like 
uh, people are like, you know, having sex when there's like a, you know, a crazy murderer like out on loose. Yeah. You're just like, eh, I guess they took it very chill. Yeah, for sure. So there's that. Um, uh, number one, the costumes and how they've come. I think Kanye got a jump start this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sure did. He definitely did. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, so, so that is Spencer's uh, three up. Edward, can you go ahead and start with your three up? All right. So my three up is uh, number three is actually the, I guess the, I guess you could say the handing out of candy for trick-or-treaters because I feel like that's always something to for kids to look forward to. Like, I guess now that like, I guess I'm a parent, like it's always, it's nice to see that whenever the kids get happy because they got a candy look, they're like a candy or a lollipop or this or that, like they get so excited. But then when you also hand out that candy to certain other kids, you know, it, it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Like to make sure to know that you made their, like a part of their night just because you gave them a piece of candy or like a few pieces of candy. And then it's sometimes it was like good candy, you know what I mean? Like Snickers, and not the, not the cheap stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that, that right there is, is actually pretty cool. It's a cool feeling to have like that. You actually handed out some sort of good candy, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's my number three. Um, number two is actually the, <laughs> the the costumes now this is going to sound very wrong it's like the the, the girl costumes because there's a lot of Gucci mamas out there <laughs> who dress up they basically have they basically have any reason to dress up very scantily clad or very like they barely wear any clothes it's like what are you wearing and it's like you see two strips of tape like one strip is made is making up the underwear that says "Do not cross," like the police line, and then the, the other one's like the bra that says "Do not cross." I think it, I think it's funny. It's October. Normally, it's, it, well, normally, not saying it all. You know, especially here in Texas, but normally it tends to be a little bit on the cold end. Not here, <laughs> and not here. No, once again, not here in Texas. But yeah. I think it is kind of funny that like major- across across the country, not 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 maybe up north. Usually, this is when things get a little bit nippy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a little chilly, and a little chilly out there, and uh, that—that's the last thing I would but, choose to. You know, it's funny. Work. It's like even even there's girls already like, and, and it's not even just women. It got you know, there's guys that do it too, like guys that dress up uh, as well. You know, don't don't just say it's just women. It's also men that do this. Well, so this is the, the thing is that we're putting a three up. Um, this is my second up. You know what I mean? Like this, I prefer the women. So don't give a shit about the guys dressing up like that. But Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like it's just that's just me. Like I, I don't mind the eye candy, you know. That's cool, whatever. Um, props to you for coming out like that. Awesome. Um, giving the eye candy to everybody else. Um, but just stay safe. Just carry your pepper spray and everything. You know what I mean? Like just make sure everything's good. Giving them uh, what's it called? Like uh, that 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 announcement, a public announcement, the PA, a public announcement. Service, the PSA, yeah, first public service announcement. Carry your mace, carry your gun if you have to, like you know. But especially like, especially if you're like Spencer. Oh uh, yeah, especially if you're like Spencer, you don't want nobody approaching you with a furry ass, like or uh, or a mask, scary ass mask. I'm about let me get your digits. Oh, 
I'm gonna start grabbing on you. Yeah, that's time now. Once again, don't 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 try to scare Spencer. He will shoot you. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, like my number two, it's like I've already seen a couple costumes on Instagram that girls have already posted up talking about, hey, I'm Woody and then, or Jesse, and they like from Toy Story, and I'm like, I grew up on this cartoon. Hell, my kids are watching it now. If my kids were to walk up right next to you, they're not gonna think, damn, you're hot. They're gonna be like, look, daddy. That's Woody. And I'll be like, you're damn right. <laughs> or there's a, girl that, there's a girl that walks by and she looks like the sexy ass buzz like you. I'm going to be like, I don't know what to feel. Like, this is actually, it's it's funny in a way. It's comedic in a way. You're like, um, so so my kids are going to be looking at it and they're going to be like, look, daddy, it's Buzz and Woody. And I'll be like, yeah, it is, you know, from Toy Story. I'm like, but the triple X rated Toy Toy Story or something. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> But yeah, it's just uh, that's my number two. Please don't judge me. I'm just you know I'm just here having a laugh. All right, and my number one. It, it, okay, so Spencer said that he he likes trick or treating as a kid. I like trick or treating as a parent because for one, that's my number one. Trick or treating as a parent, and mind you, a parent of two small kids. So that way you're like, okay, I'm gonna set a limit of candy. Here's the candy. I'll put the stash away for later. Next thing you know, they just eat a little bit of candy and they want more candy and then they pass out. Guess what you got? You got like two stashes of a lot of candy. So you can pick and choose what you want. And sometimes even as you're getting there, you're like, oh, that's daddy's right there. And the kids, of course, they'll be like, uh, can we trade? My kids will be like, uh, no, daddy, I want this one. Here, you could have this one. And they give me. So, for example, I want a Snickers. But I grabbed the Tootsie Roll, the big one, and I grabbed the Tootsie Roll. They're like, no, daddy, I want that one. They're like, here, you can have this one. They'll give me the baby Snickers or they'll give me the baby, um, baby, baby, baby Ruth or the little, the little Milky Way. And I like those. So I'm like, okay, deal. You know, so they, 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 they compromise with me, but they just want the bigger candy because it's the bigger one. And they don't know what's, I guess they're not at the age of what they, they, they don't know. That it's not the quantity is the yeah. quality. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, hey, cool, you know, whatever. So I'll go ahead and grab it. And I was like, do you want me to get all those? And I'm like, yeah. Or uh, sometimes I'll be like, here, daddy. And they give me the ones they don't want. And they look, mm-hmm. they know by the wrappers. They don't look at the candy inside. They look at the wrappers and they're like, here, daddy, you can have these. And I'm like, okay. And they're all like, hey, I got a bunch of candy too. So mm-hmm. as a parent, trick or treating as a parent. So that's my number one. Okay. All right, for my three up, I had start things off with horror movies. I mean, if it's Halloween, gotta set the tone right. So watch some horror movies. Um, and I kind of like what Spencer said, man. You know, like it's just it doesn't necessarily scare you anymore. You you kind of find it funny at times. Yeah. So definitely agree with that one. So uh, number two, yeah, I still hate clowns. Uh, <laughs> number two is candy corn. I know, I know, people don't like candy corn. I know. I know. I like candy corn. Leave me alone. Yes, I'm a, yes, you can say I'm a psychopath. I don't care. I like candy corn. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I like candy corn. And all the time I get candy corn is Halloween. So sue me. Don't sue me. But I like candy corn. That is, I, I will die on that island. And I'm okay with that. And my number one. And I mean, obviously, where you talk about trick or treating, 
um, as a parent. Spencer talked about trick-or-treating as a kid. Um, <clears throat> my favorite thing about, my number one thing about Halloween is the discount candy the next day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so then every, all, all Halloween must go, and I am completely okay with that because I have no problem buying candy on the discount. <laughs> So, so definitely that is my, my number one thing about Halloween is the day after Halloween when everything, it got, when the candy becomes cheaper. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. All right. So that is our three up, three down. Um, want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. You can check out their website, bellyupsports.com. Check out James Kim stuff um, on there. You can, you'll see all the soccer stuff there written by James Kim. Go ahead and read up his stuff. He's a really good writer. Definitely can't wait to see what James Ken has in store for us in the future. Um, shout out to the Unhinged Radio powered by Belly Up. You can follow them on Twitter at Radio Unhinged. Um, obviously, we're live on Fridays at 12 p.m. No, 11 a.m. Central Time. Um, so you guys can go ahead and listen to us through Unhinged. Obviously, if you follow them on Twitter at Radio Unhinged, they'll notify you when we are live on the Unhinged Radio. Once again, powered by Belly Up. Uh, shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company AG Graphics for the creation of the Instant Name FC logo. You can follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. Hit her up so she can take good care of you, of you like she took good care of us in your journey of creating a logo. Um, and obviously, shout out to our producer, Roosevelt Spencer, the guy that creates our beats, does our intros, our outros. Um, well, obviously, Edward Edward has some singing bets coming up, so yeah. he's, he's gonna definitely be working on that for Edward, um, uh, to make him sound nice and pristine for, for, for us. Um, so yeah, so if you guys like our sound, um, make sure you guys hit him up on Instagram at that guy dope once again at that guy dope, just how it's spelled. Um, hit him up and let him take care, good care of you. He's already doing some stuff with. With a uh, high low sports on, on the unhinged, uh, obviously part, a member of our unhinged family, Kelsey, a big, big, uh, big friend of ours. Um, you know, so if you guys want, you want some work done, uh, want, want some good beats, well, Spencer is your guy. That yes, is for sir. sure. All right, man. That is episode 60. Catch us next week for episode 61. Um, who knows what we're going to talk about at that point? Maybe old gunner's gone. Yeah. (laughs) Only time will tell, Edward. Only time will tell. Yeah. But yeah. Thanks for listening and catch us next week.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.